0: do i have to kneel when i pray the answer to that and other questions on key life key life exists to communicate that the deepest message of jesus in the
1: bible is the radical grace of god to sinners and sufferers life's hard for everyone so grace is for all of us but there is a lot of confusion about how grace applies to real life so here's seminary professor and author Steve Brown and Pete Owenson to answer your questions. Hey, Pete. Hey, man. How you doing?
0: Doing really good. Good. Good to be It's
1: Friday. You <laughs> yeah. <know>? Are you <laughs> preaching this weekend?
0: Uh, yes, as a matter of fact. Wow. I'm not sure where, and I haven't finished the sermon, so I may tell them I'm sick. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, I won't. As a matter of fact, I am, okay. and I'm looking forward to it. Well, good. I'll pray for you. See, I don't have to be their pastor. I just have to preach, and I can leave. Amen. Amen. Isn't that good? Yeah, it is. It's a great thing. Yeah, when God released the burden for us, he set us free, <laughs> and now we're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pete Owenson. Go to ForgeTruth.com. You'll be glad you did. So much there about teaching videos and audio teaching and blogs and a podcast. It's a it's a wondrous uh website. That's forgetruth dot com. Uh we Pete comes in, as you know, on Fridays and we answer questions. And we love doing that. We love each other and we love doing it and it shows. But we love your questions too. So feel free to send any question. We'll take it seriously. You can call 1-800-KEY-LIFE 24-7 and record your question, and often we put your voice on the air. Or you can write to Key Life Network, Post Office Box 5000, Maitland, Florida, 32794. Key Life Canada, Post Office Box 28060, Waterloo, Ontario, N2L6J8. Or you can email us at steve at keylife.org. And if you can help us financially, please do. If you can't, please don't. And, but if you do, uh, we'll be faithful with your gift and squeeze every dime for the glory of God. If you can't, we understand. Do uh, pray for this ministry. And at the end, the bills will be paid. They always have. I've been scared to death, but the bills have been paid, so be faithful as you can, and thank you. Pete, lead us in prayer, and we'll get to these questions.
1: All right. Our Father, we do come to you today on the end of this week, and we're so grateful that we can call you Father. Uh, With all of that implies, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for being the one to reconnect us to the eternal God, made us made us in his image and has called us back and restored us from our sin and our fallen condition and lord we just thank you for your goodness pray that you continue to uh, help us to grow may grace set us free and energize us as we seek to become like you lord we know one day we see you face to face that's it's going to happen immediately and We ask this weekend would be a little bit of heaven. We pray for our pastors and teachers and priests that they would continue to bring us into your holy word and into your holy presence. Uh, Bless them, use them, and change us even this weekend. We commit this time of Q&A to you
0: right now as we pray in your holy name, Lord Jesus, amen. Amen. Hey, Pete, let's first go to our phone lines.
1: What is the proper position for prayer?
0: (laughs) that was short and sweet yeah right at it um you have a joke oh
1: you know and i, I you may have told me <laughs> i love this one of on prayer though that you know the methodists the Baptist, and the catholic pastors were gathered together and they were talking about prayer and uh there was a guy fixing the phones in the room and they were all talking about the right a- attitude of prayer the right position of prayer and and uh, and the repairman you know he chimed in he goes hey listen man i found the Best position for prayers when I'm hanging upside down from a telephone pole, and I love that because it is. It's like I pray best when I'm desperate, you know. But yeah, uh, that's true. You know,
0: uh, I really, I, I at one time I always knelt when I prayed, <laughs> and I would do that today probably more than I do. Except I'm old. Mm. And if I kneel down, it might be a day before I get up. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Steve? He's in the process of getting up. <laughs> and if you know, you know, and I don't do prostate on the floor. Uh, I used to do that occasionally when I was worshiping. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you get older, that's not as easy as it used to be. Mm. And I asked the Lord, is this all right if I sit? And he said, I did, <laughs> I did. <laughs> when he when he taught he sat on the mm-hmm. uh, well, and so I don't think that position is a mandatory law of something you have to do, but there's some good things about it, aren't there?
1: You know there are in the Screw Tape letters uh, he mentions, he's it says this idea that that the position of the body affects the condition of the soul. Yeah, and so there is some truth there is some truth to that and. I have found that over the course of my adult life, I pray best when I'm sitting at my desk looking and praying through my cards and prayer cards with scripture. And when I get on my knees, I often get distracted and I don't know why that is. It's probably just the way I'm wired. But when I, but there, but I do what you have said. I do get down on my knees periodically in, in, in worship and just simply uh, recognizing the transcendence and greatness of God. Just
0: adoration. Yep, that's yeah. right. But, but it's not a law. Don't get neurotic right. on it. You know, you can get really neurotic if you're careful. That's right. And I generally, and I do too for that reason. Mm-hmm. Occasionally I'll kneel, but, mm-hmm. but mostly when I'm focused and sitting at my desk, that is a comfortable way for me to pray, especially for extended prayer. Mm-hmm. And you and I both don't right. do do a quick prayer before right. we head right. out the right. door.
1: Yeah, no. That's, I
0: mean, we it takes us at least an hour to finish confessing before we start anything else. <laughs> well, but,
1: about twenty minutes for confessing your sins for you, and then you spend about an hour and a half for confessing sins. You know, one thing that's true is that the the Pharisees in Jesus' day stood up to pray. That's true. They also bowed down to pray. That's true. And they, they were also, like you said, prostrate on the ground. So it was all uh, different ways.
0: And it's okay with God. Oh, that's right. It really is. This is a- an email, and we get this a lot, and I get this a lot from people. Hmm. Uh, I'm struggling with assurance of my salvation. Hmm. What do I do? Hmm.
1: What do you normally tell them? What do you think is a good good starting point on that?
0: Well, you you know, you do some shock things like, are you calling God a liar? Mm. And are, how wow. could you do that? I mean, God says you're his own. You've done what he said for And you're saying that he lied to you. And then you laugh because it's not a serious thing, but it's mm-hmm. a shock thing. It's important to remember that you don't get to decide that. God gets mm. to decide mm-hmm. it. And if you do what God said about salvation, believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. If if you do that, that means lean on him, mm-hmm. then you're saved.
1: Yeah. We do get this a lot, though. And oh, assurance of salvation in all of the recent discipleship material, and really in the last 30, 35 years, really has a a section on assurance of salvation uh, because it is something because our sin uh, and back to what you were saying earlier on another subject, we often think of God and more in the negative that he's angry about everything. And so we see our sin and we're really, we see what we do and what we think and what we don't even say. And we think he's got to be angry at me. And, uh, so it's it's hard to to really trust the full it's orbed exactly. forgiveness of that the gospel. That is so true.
0: You know Absolutely. the um, reform people generally uh, talk about uh, the perseverance of the saints. Mm. That in your persevering, you will have assurance of salvation. Mm-hmm. In other words, mm-hmm. as I walk, it the assurance comes, and there's some truth to that. Yeah. I get that. Then you get dispensational by and large people who say, remember the day when you received Christ. Nail it in. And every time Satan talks to you, bring up that date and tell him where to go, Mm -hmm. that you were saved then. Uh, But you know what I think really assurance of salvation? If you want to be better than you are, you didn't make that up. That mm-hmm. came from somewhere. That's right. That's right. And that means you're his. Because if you weren't, you wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you scripture over and over again.
1: Yeah. The the that's so good. The enemy wants you and and me to be insecure in all of our our relationship with the Lord. He wants us to feel like we got to keep doing more than Jesus did.
0: Oh man. Well, I know. And I've been there, but I'm not there anymore. Yeah. I got some sins, but the assurance one is not one of them.
1: You you know, we get to a point, I think, if you keep following Jesus, you do see the growth. You see the stability that he provides in you. And you know where it came from. You know where it came from. You know, I didn't do this alone.
0: What is the, this is an email, what is the origin of sin?
1: The origin of sin, well... The first sinner, as far as we know, was Satan and his uh, <laughs> his rebellious angels, That's right? That's true. And,
0: uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, it's not outside of the scripture says that he's not the creator of evil. Uh, and I, And I agree with that. But it doesn't mean that God isn't sovereign mm-hmm. and aware and using that as a tool in his box. That's right. Satan is a tool of God. Mm -hmm. He's God's lackey. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things that God has accomplished because of Satan. Mm -hmm. Satan's not going to win anything. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Right, And that's true with sin too. So there is a sense in which God allowed the natural course started by Satan himself in order to send his son mm-hmm. and glorify himself in the salvation of his people. Absolutely.
1: That's so good. And and we pass it on uh, quite easily uh, down through the human race. <laughs> no, and that's... Jesus has come to stop that cycle, to reverse that process, and to undo the curse. He became that curse for us.
0: That's really true. And then what other things? Uh, people say, I sinned because Adam sinned which is true, but I sin for the same reason Adam sinned, and that's true too. Mm. And it's all covered by the blood of Christ.
1: Amen, amen. What a blessing that is. That, and that's that's really the central message of Key Life. It Likewise. really is.
0: Hey, that's Pete Allenson. Comes in every Friday. Don't forget about Forgetruth.com. and we've got to go. But before we go, let me say... Key Life is a listener-supported production of Key Life Networks.